Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Russia, you smell that? Break that. That's money. I smell the money. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yo, Russia, you smell that? Break that. That's money. Go on to me by now. I smell the money. Yeah. Been working so hard, so hard. All about the paper. All about the money. I forgot it, paper. Conscience. Yo, me and me girl have trash me. Got you and me and me girl have trash me. And my grandmother tell me that this mean money. Grandma tell me that this mean money. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, it is me, JT, a.k.a. The Master. And on a crisp East Coast type of uh, Sunday morning, this is The Master Plan. Now I'm playing Kashan, a reggae uh, rapper. The song is means money, and the reason is for the guys that are coming out and want to display their wares, literally in their underwear. This week is a big week, one of many big weeks for the guys that are participating. Three hundred and thirty to be three hundred twenty-nine to be exact in the NFL Combine this year. Held annually in Indianapolis. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I say that again. 347-637-3220 is the place to be. If you want to talk to JT, the master, and you know that would be me. Got a great show in store for you. There's so much NFL news, I don't even know where to start. If you want to get me uh, uh, in the chat room, you can also do that. I got a chat room sitting out there open for you. Uh, If you want to ask a question, make a statement or a comment in that chat room, you can do that too. Remember, what you put into it is what you get out. You you put in foul, you're going to get out foul because I respond accordingly. That's how we roll here. Keep it real, people. Keep it real. And there's no fluff here. It's all what it says. This means money to a lot of guys that are have participated or are in currently participating or will participate in the NFL Combine. Today is linebackers and defensive linemen day. Yesterday was money day for the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight end. Friday was special teams and running backs and offensive linemen. Well, Thursday was special teams. I'm sorry. Special teams was on Thursday. They didn't telecast that. It's special teams. But some of these guys that uh, participated yesterday, participated um, Friday, will play special teams. Some of these guys are special team players quite naturally. Others will make a name for themselves in some form or fashion, whether it's quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, or running back. There is so much talent. You know, you know I like to talk NFL. You know I like to talk 
about fantasy. But I'm not even going to – I'm probably going to sprinkle some in there because I can't help it myself. And I always like to keep fantasy alive, especially for a, a, a fantasy football. 365, 24-7. But it's justified, people. Now, I said in the past, and I've always said in the past, the most effective running back, whether it's in fantasy or not, is a dual-threat quarterback. Well, I'm going to amend that. I shouldn't say dual-threat because, in reality, you have to be a triple-threat quarterback. I mean, a running back. Is that the quarterback? I mean, running back. Be a triple threat running back. And when I say triple threat, I mean, quite naturally, running the football. That, that's without saying, because that's what a running back does. Duh. But also being able to catch the ball out of the backfield efficiently and effectively. And also be a willing participant in the... Blocking game. You got to be willing to, to block. Otherwise, you ain't playing. Or you, ain't, you don't put that much time on the field. You're going to be a two-down back. They're going to bring somebody else in that's going to handle the pass-catching duties, and you don't want that. And I've always said this in fantasy. In reality, it's got to be a triple threat. But in reality, and in fantasy, you have to be a triple threat. Can't, no more double threat. Because if you are able to block and effectively be able to pick up blitz blocking, I mean bits blitzes, and be, be, and be able to protect your quarterback when it's necessary in the passing game, you're going to be on the field all the time, and then it's going to be more opportunities for you. So you have to be a triple threat, running the football, catching the football, and being a willing and able, I mean, capable blocker. And there is a, a lot of guys out there that are going to shine, more, more, some more than others. Friday, I watched the combine. I taped it, and then I watched it after the fact. I watched it later on after I got home from work. Because I, I do have a day job. This is something I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing I don't get paid to do it. I enjoy just enjoy doing it. This is free free stuff here. Been for, for years, been free stuff. Uh, but I just enjoy doing it. And running backs were on. Friday. Well-known names, Christian McCafferty, Dalvin Cook, Joe Williams, Leonard Fournette, Alvin Kamara, um, Kareem Hunt, guys like that. Now, this is the top 10 that I I saw on um, Instagram at the time. And I, I, I have a tendency, and this is just purely out of combine grades, top 10 out of combine grades. Christian McCafferty balled out on Friday. Balled out. Ran a 4 4 40, 
448. Four, four, yes, you heard me right. I don't care what color he is. The boy can play. Ran a 448.40. You only bench press 10 reps of 225. <clears throat> Caught the ball effectively in the uh, um, passing drills and was outstanding. Leonard Fournette at six, what, six four, I think he is, something like that. Six one, six two. No, he's not six one. Um, one of the leading guys that is supposedly going before McCaffrey. Um, ran a four five one. Dalvin Cook. Ran a four four nine. Alvin Kamara ran a four five six. Those are the four well known names. Now you didn't have Joe Mixon here for obvious reasons. If you know about Joe Mixon from out of Oklahoma. Had a, uh, um, I would say domestic domestic violence because it wasn't his girlfriend; it was just a uh, another female. But he had a uh, assault video that was played, and he did not get invited to the uh, combine. He's going to have to deal with it on the, on his pro day. But I imagine he's going to run between four four five and four five somewhere around there. That's where I'm thinking he's going to wind up. Uh, where Joe, Joe Mixon is. And, and the more likely, some teams are taking him off the board, quite naturally. But other teams are going to keep him in the mix. Um, and then really going to have to deal with the uh, um, fallout of um, the uh, public opinion. It is what it is. I mean, not everyone, and I'm not excusing what he did. For those who are thinking, well, you just blown it off. No, I'm not excusing what he did, but the reality is someone, and it only takes one, is going to draft him. Now, his draft position may not go where it should go to reflect his skill set. But because he did what he did, it's going to drop, but someone will pick him up at a reduced price. They're going to be, and, and I'm not dismiss, dismissing it, trust me when I say this, but it's the reality of it. Someone who wants to win and is willing to take the hit public's eye will draft them. That's the reality of it. Not every p- football player, and there's some lot of, uh, the majority of them are good dudes, but there's some bad dudes in, in NFL football. We wish, it, we wish it wasn't like that, but it's everywhere in society, in every workplace. There's some good ones and the bad ones in every form or fashion in, the, in any kind of workplace, whether it's in professional sports or it's in a regular everyday Joe, uh, everyday Jill work, work, uh, work environment. There's some good and bad. Plain and simple. And he, someone, will, well, someone will draft Joe Mixon. But the top 10 running back grades that uh, uh, 
I've seen here on Instagram is that Christian, Christian McCaffrey, believe it or not, was far and above the best running back overall in the skills in the skills drill in the underwear Olympics in, in Indianapolis for the running backs, followed by uh, Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook, who are tied. And, uh, and then it's Joe Williams, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, and and uh, Boom Williams. Boom Williams is out of uh, University of Kentucky. And then the last three, uh, T.J. Logan, um, who uh, ran a 4-3-7. Um, yeah, he ran a 4-3-7. Um, and... Um, But, and he's 5'9", 196 pounds, just about on the borderline, and I'm not calling him this, but on the borderline of a Jamal Charles. The Jamal Charles is a little taller, closer to six feet. Um, T.J. Logan is a couple inches shorter, about the same weight. When Jamal Charles was around 200 pounds, uh, give, give or take a, a pound, more on the light side of 200 versus the heavy side of 200. And TJ Logan is on the light side, 196 pounds. Um, Excuse me. On the, uh, uh, so he's, he's around and I'm not saying he is, but he's around just on the edge of a Jamal Charles type big home run hitter. Okay. Obviously change the pace of type of running back. And if you know what of uh, Akeem Hunt, I think Akeem Hunt is still on the uh, Texans. He 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 compares to that. That's T.J. Logan. I don't want to say too much on him, but T.J. Logan, D'Angelo Anderson, and Alvin Alvin Kamara, who's another guy that um, is on a, a lot of people's uh, minds um, <clears throat> in the NFL in the NFL world. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is the kind of guy that the and he ran a four five six. I'm talking about Alvin Kamara. <clears throat> so the guys that like I said, T.J. Logan, Christian McCaffrey, four three seven Logan, four four eight. Christian McCaffrey. And the stereotype is because this guy is happens to be white, okay? And I'll bring it out there. I'm not afraid to do that. That I wouldn't say he's getting dismissed, but they don't take him seriously. Well, I can guarantee you somebody's going to take him seriously and it wouldn't surprise me that teams on the bottom part of the um NFL draft in the first round, possibly take this kid. Especially the teams that are in need of a quality running back. Someone that they excuse me, see as a triple pass and able to catch the ball. And he's a very good pass catcher. Um, very soft hands, very capable, not, you know, doesn't tighten up when he sees the ball coming in the air to him like some of these guys may so I I gotta believe that 
he, I, I'm, I'm thinking he, he, he may. There's a, let me put it this way, people, and, and and I may be losing my thought or whatever, but there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent, more than I realized. Um, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Let, let me tell you something. I watched yesterday when a quite naturally quarterbacks, and I'm not too impressed with the quarterbacks. Some of them are maybe decent, but I don't think any of them are ready to play NFL going out the gate. So I'm, I think some, most of them, the ones that actually hook onto a team that have a, a spot, excuse me, a shot to start, probably won't start this year. Probably if, if, things, don't, if things go real bad, they may start later in the year, but they won't start coming out at, at the first game out of September. I, I, uh, team's got to be pretty desperate in this group of quarterbacks coming out to start them. Because I don't think there's, you know, you got Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky, who uh, started one year. Sean Watson, just like I had said, and, and I don't believe this kid is ready yet. I think he's got a city year along with uh, Deshaun Kaiser um, and, and uh, Kaya out of Miami. And um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. These guys have to sit or they're a project. Because once these guys work out of the spread or the shotgun um, type of offense, not being able to be under center and take snaps or lack the game experience. So you got it. You got – and I'll start with quarterbacks. Uh, uh, and I'm going back to running backs. But I'll, 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 since I started with quarterbacks, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm going to stay with them. You got a, a plethora of quarterbacks that um, either or a shotgun type of offense that need to get the experience under center, maybe have game a lot of game time experience, but. Because of the offense, they need to, like I said, transition into a traditional under-the-center type snap type of offense versus going from the shotgun, spread one read, throw it to that, and then you go from there. Then you have other guys. You got guys that have been in that and been doing it for years, few years. Then you have guys that are one year or two year been playing that don't have enough game experience. They may be like Mitch, Mitch Trubisky and, and Deshaun Kaiser. These guys, I think, only have one year of experience, one and a half years of experience, something like that. Not enough game, not enough games, uh, uh, um, game experience. So they need to sit. Now, someone will deem them because some, there's teams out there, especially ones near the top of the draft, and these quarterbacks and may draft a quarterback early in the draft, like in the first round. But these guys are normally second or third round and more draft picks. But they'll be drafted in the first round because everyone falls in love with the flavor of the month type of quarterback and wants to draft him way ahead of where he should be drafted. And 
then the fan base and the media will say you drafted them that high, just like they did with Jared Goff. And Jeff Fisher kept on saying he's not ready, he's not ready. And then the media second-guessed the, the uh, team because you drafted them so high, and then you're not playing them. So I think that's going to happen this year. He gets drafted high, and they're going to throw him in before, he, before they should. It's going to damage the kid. Mentally, it could be physically. But I'm excited about this year's draft. From what I've seen in the last two days, and I'm missing, uh, uh, but I'm taping this, so I'll be able to watch it in length uh, later on. But the last two days have been offensive-minded drafts, meaning that, uh, like I said, the running backs were on Friday. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends were on um, Saturday, and now we're, we're dealing with defense. Defensive linemen and linebackers today, and DBs have their day tomorrow. Everybody's going to be shooting, and I'll, say, I'll tell you why. Everybody's going to be shooting uh, that uh, at the time that the uh, – for Joe Ross. He ran a 4-2-2, broke Chris Johnson's record since 2008. Chris Johnson had a 4-2-4. Well, the fastest man now in, in, coming out of the NFL combine is um, Joe Ross. Joe Ross. A... Um, A wide receiver um, that is um, is a speed merchant. Excuse me, not Joe Ross. John Ross. I'm sorry. He ran a four-two-two. He's out of watch. Wide receiver out of Washington. I don't know why I said Joe Ross. <clears throat> Only ran it once. Pulled up lame, he had had um, cramps, um, and decided not to do anything else other than that. More than likely, he's going to run, do it on his pro day. Um, but uh, John Ross, fastest man. Um, so. He, and, and, and believe this, he had, I'm telling you, now, the last year's class, if I'm not mistaken, got dogged out because they didn't have too many guys, if any, that ran over uh, under a 4-4, I mean, uh, under a 4-5. And they had DBs tweeting last year and basically laughing at the wide receiver class. Well, let me tell you something. This is a one quick wide receiver class. I'm telling you right now. When you get a guy at 422 and a guy at 437, that second, and they're not talking about him, 431, I'm sorry, 431. 
is Curtis Samuel at Ohio State. T.J. Logan, like I told you, the running back, ran a 4.37. Josh Malone, a wide receiver out of Tennessee, ran a 4.4. You had two guys, one out of Baylor, K.D. Cannon, wide receiver, and the other one, a running back, Joe Williams, out of Utah, that ran a 4.41. You had several guys, Quincy Adebayo out of Mississippi, Cohen, a running back out of North Carolina. Evan Ingram, a tight end. We haven't even talked about tight ends. Out of Mississippi, ran a 4-4-2. Curtis, Chris Godwin, a wide receiver out of Penn State, ran a 4-4-2. Isaac McKenzie, a wide receiver from Georgia, ran a 4-4-2. Michael Rector, out of a wide receiver out of Stanford, ran a 4-4-2. I'm telling you, there's a lot of speed in, in, in this class. And because of unforeseen circumstances, people, I'm going to have to cut this, this uh, uh, program short. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll tell you more about it on Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the master plan. Um, I'm really sorry I got to cut this short, but uh, I got a, a, somewhat of a slight emergency that I have to take care of. And it has to be taken care of now. So this is JT, JT, a.k.a. The Master. And uh, uh, we'll be talking to you later. Thursday, Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. See ya. Yo, rush out. You smell that? Break blood. That's money. Go out of here by now. I smell the money. Yeah. Been working so hard, so hard. All about the paper. I forgot it, yeah, but... Got a chance.